Welcome to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Debbie and Greg Peters. Welcome back, networkers, to another episode of the Third Generation Networking Podcast. I'm Greg Peters, the Reluctant Networker, and with me, of course, is my co-host, the networking guru, my mom, Debbie Peters. Hi, Mom. Hey, Greg. How are you How doing are you? today? I'm doing great, but what are you doing? What are we? Uh, let's see. It is, uh, you know, we're finally past the whole uh, uh, Valentine's t- uh, Day uh, thing. Abby actually is really cute. Uh, she's our, our, our fourth grader, of course. And uh, she has been making cards uh, uh, for Valentine's Day. She's very artistic, uh, you know, yes, being, she is. Uh, very, very focused. And, and she, she's been doing things like uh, have little pop-up hearts on them. And, and uh, so I, I think they, they must've been pretty, pretty popular with those who receive them. So um, yeah, it's, it's nothing much pretty, it's, it's February, you know, <laughs> it's not springtime yet. So we can't go outside and play all the time. So. <laughs> I know, but we have snow, so that's wonderful. Well, that's true. I know you've been doing a lot of cross-country skiing. Yes. Yeah, I, I went out for about a mile and a half a couple of weeks ago, and yeah. <laughs> Good workout, like, huh? like, oh, I hope I can make it back to the car. <laughs> well, glad, glad to know you made it. <laughs> So uh, last time we were together, we were talking about how to avoid looking like you're selling in a networking situation, which is a challenge that a lot of people face. Uh, this time, we, you know, a few weeks ago, we had this uh, conversation about the different levels of networking. We call it the art of networking. And uh, some people have asked us, okay, well, now I know what these different levels are. Um, what what can I actually do at those different levels? What can I ask for? What can I expect from my network? So we thought we would uh, kind of touch on that today and, and what we can safely do at different levels. So I guess uh, first we should probably just do a quick reminder of what we talked about with the art of networking. Yes. Um, so uh, the A is the first level and that's where we're in awareness. You know, we're aware of that person. We probably remember their name, hopefully. Um, or more likely, we may remember their face and not remember their name. So it's you know it's an early relationship, obviously. You can refer so, back to the the episode on uh, how do you remember someone's name? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and not do it the Debbie way, and because uh, I forget names all the time. And then our next level is R, which is relating, and and we have broken it up into three levels: R A, R B, and R C. Um, and um, each one obviously has a little more connectedness to it uh, mm-hmm. as you go up. And then T is team or teammate. And we talked a lot about that in a, a podcast not too long ago. What do you remember when it was, Greg? Uh, it was probably three episodes ago. I don't remember the exact number, um, but okay. you know, we, we talked about how to be um, get more results out of your networking uh, with referral partners yeah so we may not focus as much on that today because you can jump back to that um, previous podcast but we'll touch on it a little bit and so for those who would like a little bit more of a a refresher uh, we are going to be having our 21 21 21 course on march 5th where we actually talk much in much more detail about this the the levels of the art um art of networking so well 21 minutes of detail 21 minutes of detail <laughs> yes in depth with with uh, debbie so you'll get the you'll get the, the full uh full information so all right so those are the different levels um 
so I guess the question does arise because it, it is important. If you are asking too much of a given level, you can actually damage the relationship. Yes. In fact, when I teach this concept in the large 10 week class where we have more time to devote to it, I always say that the goal is to motor through these levels of relationship. Obviously, the stronger the relationship, the better it is, but to motor through them as quickly as possible and big letters A and D mm. as appropriately as possible. So you yeah. don't want to ask for something that's at a higher level when you're at an early level like an A because it'll it'll scorch the relationship to begin with. And, and we've all been in situations like that where, you know, I, I know uh, Elizabeth and I, one time we sat down with, with someone who it was a, um, a financial planner and we literally had just met him and we thought we were just getting to know them and, you know, we we're going to add them to our network. And he started asking us some very personal questions about our, our financial situation and was wanting, handed us uh, forms to fill out. So, there was kind of a disconnect as to what we were actually supposed to be doing in the first place. <laughs> Which is a whole other podcast. <laughs> but but it was very telling that, you know, that relationship had not been built to the point that we were willing to share our private personal information. I yeah. Mean, was, he, he jumped yeah. that that relationship. It's a very technical term called icky. icky. You feel yes. icky. <laughs> it was if it, it was a very icky feeling. We we were we were very much didn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. And, and we did not talk to him again. Yeah. So. yeah. so you want to make sure that what you're asking for is at the appropriate level. And I'm, I'm laughing because the A awareness that I always mention, hopefully you'll probably remember their face. You may not remember their name. If you're better than I am, you might remember their name. Um, you know, it's an early relationship. But one of the things that when I'm meeting people, I always say, um, and this is maybe toward the end of the conversation after we've gotten to know each other a little bit. I feel the um, I feel that I can easily and comfortably ask them. Tell me, you know, what you do in your leisurely time, or your, you know, your what hobbies do you have? So it's kind of I'm looking at trying to find out what interests we have in common. Mm -hmm. And recently, I talked with Tanya Pito. Uh, she's over in Chagrin Falls on the east side of Cleveland, and uh, she's a marketing strategist for Mimi Van Van Haven, which is a um, a glossy four-color uh, magazine that they um, that they distribute to high-end neighborhoods. Okay. And um, she's been doing it for nine years. So obviously, very successful. And so, you know, we we had fun. She's very outgoing. Very. I met her when I uh, spoke at, a, at the Beachwood Chamber, and she, I was on Zoom, and she just her energy really impressed me. And so I reached out and said, "Hey, let's you know, let's have a Zoom chat." So at the end of our conversation, I said, so, you know, so what do you do in your free time? And she gave me some of the usual stuff. And then she said, and my one thing is I love Judge Judy and I watch it. I, you know, I record it so I can watch it every day. <laughs> and my, my first question was, is she still alive? Because <laughs> I thought she was dead, but guess what? She is still kicking. Uh, she is still kicking. Yep. <laughs> and in fact, she um, this I think it's this year she will uh, end her 25 years of Judge Judy, and then she's going to start something new. Yeah. And she's nice. 77 years old, so she's yep. my hero. <laughs> <laughs> but just I mean, 
if nothing more, we got to um, have a little laugh over that because Tanya is very, very focused and very successful and, you know, very driven uh, in a good way, very successful. And so to, to have this little piece of her that's a little less driven, <laughs> it, it just cracked me up and it helped me to make that connection a little bit stronger to give me something to talk about to other people also. You won't believe this about Tanya, you know. <laughs> airing her dirty laundry is what you're doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm airing dirty laundry. Okay, so at an awareness level, we can, I mean, essentially at that point, our, 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 a lot of what we can do is, is just basically try to extend that relationship. It's, it's more about finding about, about them than anything. Yes, um, yeah. And, you know, I actually have another story with this, although, yeah, I would, I would still say um, my friend Bob Wensky, who is the widower of my very best friend, Jen Wensky, um, Jen's now been dead for about three years. Um, Bob now has a new friend in his life, and actually um, it's an old friend of his from way back when, uh, when he was in college. Long story, they broke up when they were in college, but Bob recently told me that while he wouldn't give up his wonderful 25 years with Jen, he made the biggest mistake of his life 25 or however many years ago it was when he broke <laughs> up with Ruth. So he has Ruth in his life now. And um, they don't live in our area anymore. They live about two and a half hours away. So I don't see them that often. Mm. And so while I, you know, I want to be a good friend to Ruth and, you know, because Bob is a wonderful friend of ours. It's the relationship is still very much a, mm. but. We recently were able to visit them in Columbus for, we um, had lunch with them and uh, at their home, because we're all, you know, making sure that we stay distant and all the other good stuff still. But I had just started reading Barack Obama's new book. And um, I happened to mention it in the conversation at lunch and she picked up right at her end table beside the couch where she was sitting. She said, look what I have. <laughs> so now, so now we're, the 700 page book that I finally just finished after over two weeks of reading. You're, um, you're, you're book buddies now. We're book buddies now. So now we, now I feel like the relationship has gone up a peg. So it was, you know, it wasn't asking her so much. It was just finding out that common um, step. Now, are there, is there anything we can still ask of, of an A level and awareness level? Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, like, can you recommend a movie? I'm new to town. Can you recommend a doctor? Uh, um, I'm new to town. Can you recommend someone to cut my hair? I mean, it's it's innocuous. Those those sort of low level recommendations, advice, that that sort of thing. That's I, I would agree with you entirely. Is that we, it's, we really can't ask for anything of real substance because that would be pushing our our the relationship to a higher level than it than it actually is. But asking, you can, you can ask this, a stranger on the street for recommendations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so uh, to be safe, that was where, where we probably should stay with it, with the awareness level. Now, moving up, we have this, the relating uh, th three levels. So we have RA, which is sort of that we've just gotten out of the awareness. So probably, as you said, Ruth has probably moved into the RA category. Yeah, I think she's into the RA, especially because now we you know, are reading, I have finished it. And I just, I uh, actually texted her last night and said, where are you at um, in the book? And she said, oh, I just started it. Oh, so she's got her slog ahead of her. <laughs> so, so you better not spoil it because that might damage the relationship. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, so what what can we do at the RA? And as, as we're going to take it as written that at any level, we can always be looking to how we can move it up to the next level. Yes, yes. And so, you know, again, asking for recommendations, figuring out if you have a common point of interest. And going back to Tanya, that's why I ask people, you know, what do you do in your free time? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, because what they do in their free time is probably something of interest to them. And uh, a lot of times people say reading or half the world says reading at least. And so then we can start comparing, you know, what do you like to read? Fiction, nonfiction? And I end up with good recommendations for books, but that's a great common point that we begin to know that we have everything in common. And it's, it's not that you will never receive a more substantive uh, uh, result from from an R R A or you know that that level it's just that you really can't ask for them i mean you, i can't uh, you know for example if like if i'm on a committee with someone and i know them peripherally we we know each other well enough to you know we can say what the other person does for a living um maybe whether or not they're married but at that point i can't say hey would you connect me with your clients uh, no that that's just not that's going to be overstepping but they might just naturally bring that to you well you they know might I, say you know what i should introduce you to and, and i've actually had that experience i served on a, on a committee with a, a good friend of mine ray singer and um this was back when i was still doing web development and the dark ages back in the during the dark ages and he actually referred a great uh, piece of business to me um, because he said, oh, you know, uh, you know, one of my clients, he, he needs this help. And you said that you do this. So would you be, but I, if I had actually walked up to him and said, Hey, you know, who can you introduce me to, yeah, who can you introduce me to that needs my services that probably would have tainted that relationship a little bit. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So that's sort of the RA is we know them well enough, uh, but it's still going to be pretty innocuous requests that we can make. Um, what, what about at the RB? or R2, whichever we want to refer to it's it as. RB. So <laughs> RB is when the relationship has dealt with you. You've probably met, you know, three or four times. Now you're, you're beginning to really know each other well. Uh, how you, how you, you know, operate, how you tick, you're feeling comfortable with that person. And you may be able to now begin to ask, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get into Kellogg. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me how, you know, I'm not sure exactly, first of all, who I should be talking to, or second of all, what's the process to get in? At that level, you can ask those types of questions. Okay. And I, I think uh, for, for me, um, for example, uh, one of the gentlemen has been attending a number of our, our programs, uh, Corey Dunham. Yeah. I've known, I've known him for years and we kind of know each other pretty well. I know he has kids. You know, I know what he does for a living. Um, I'm still not coming right out and saying, hey, would you introduce me to this particular person? But now he's taken an interest in what I do. You know, he's, he's uh, okay, I, I know you're speaking and he's actually attached, uh, connected me to various groups that he's a part of. Um, I feel comfortable. I, I know we're going to be having our lunch coming up uh, in, in April, um, our, our April lunch, lunchtime event. Yes. Uh, this will still be virtual. Um, and uh, he's agreed. There was something I felt comfortable asking him was to be on the panel of, of, uh, of marketing experts for that particular lunch. I, you know, I feel comfortable asking him to devote that amount of time and his expertise to this. Mm -hmm. um, whereas I might not yet be to the point of saying, hey, I know you work with, you know, so-and-so organization. 
please introduce me. Uh, you know, that's, that's I mean, we're, our relationship while it's building to that point, it's not quite there yet. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so um, it's, it, I look at it as um, more transactional still that you're sharing information back and forth or uh, expertise back and forth, but okay. you're not necessarily working on helping each other um, directly to get business. Okay. Um, and it's again, we, it's again going in the side door. Well, and it might also be more um, uh, uh, what's what's the word serendipitous, where yes. you happen to mention something you need, and they go, "Oh, well, you know, I can probably connect you with that," mm-hmm. um, or I, "I can do that." They, they're willing to devote a certain amount of time, but not a lot. Yeah. So, okay. So then, moving on up into our C, and obviously, <clears throat> this is a this is a fairly high level. It's just before the team, and um, it's still, uh, you haven't made a commitment as you do in T that you are going to sit down with this person, you know, work with them, um, but it's still a very high level relationship. So you're actively trying to figure out how you can help each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're asking questions, you're, um, and you may in fact be saying, tell me the types of people that you wanna be introduced to. And in fact, uh, when Kristen Schinemer, who is the marketing um, manager for the Launchpad Incubator at the University of Toledo, when she called me a couple of weeks ago to talk about, you know, getting connected with STEM companies, I said, well, tell me who, what's the, the, type, the name of the, the title of the person that you're going to want to be talking to. So it's really beginning to um, get all the details down of how you can exactly help that person. It may still be serendipity. You may still say, well, you know, I know that person so I can make that introduction as opposed to digging in and, and developing the name so that you can help that person. But at that level, if uh, you know, I would feel completely comfortable, you know, for example, my, my good friend Mimi. Yes. Uh, I would feel absolutely comfortable if I did a little bit of research and discovered that she was a connection to someplace that I was trying to get into. I'd feel pretty comfortable calling her out and saying, hey, Mimi, would you be willing to introduce me to so-and-so? Um, and, and you've, you've done this with, uh, 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 that, that's Mimi Brown, by the way. We don't want to mess up. Mimi Brown. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, uh, picture, have you seen the pictures of her on Facebook lately? Yes. Yeah, she's taking kickboxing. She's looking scary. <laughs> yes. Um. But uh, uh, yeah, at, at that point where you can be comfortable, you know, saying, hey, I know this person's in your, in, your, uh, in your network. Would you be willing to introduce me to that person? It's, mm-hmm. it's, that level has, has increased. Yeah. And if, if you called and asked Mimi or she called and asked you the same thing, you wouldn't feel icky. So no. I, think it, I think you could ask yourself, if I ask this question, Am I going to feel icky, and are they going to feel icky yeah, as a result of it? It, it? it all it all comes back to that ickiness factor. Yeah, very technical. <laughs> we, we may have to actually get that into our curriculum, the ickiness factor. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's also, you know, for example, um, a few weeks ago, or actually probably a few months ago now, I was looking for connections into the Ohio uh, um, Meeting Planners International, and you went into your network and said, oh, look, I've got a connection through here and you were willing to introduce me. Of course, you and I have, I would say we're at the T level. Yes, we are. <laughs> but but at that point, um, you felt comfortable reaching through uh, uh, Tobias Bird mm-hmm. and, and connecting us through to, uh, you know, in, in some ways it's kind of interesting because while Tobias and I don't have that R3, R3C level, 
you and Tobias do. So sometimes right. we can almost so borrow. My, my level of relation gets shipped with that person and then gets overlaid so that you kind of, um, by osmosis, you get that level of relationship. It's probably like a, 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 a reflexive property of, of networking <laughs> relationships or whatever. If A equals B and B equals C, then... <laughs> you get an infusion. There we go. All right. And then, of course, that takes us all the way up to the team level, which we did cover in that other episode, where at this level, it is a really... This is... We won't have many of these in our lives. Um, maybe you said at most, you might have three or four at most. At the most, um, and it's quite often that you don't have any. I mean, this because this is a, a really high-level relationship where you are you're you've actually kind of formalized the the fact that you are actively looking for help uh, yeah. for each other, uh, which is I mean that's a that is a very high-level relationship that's going to be um, unusual because there's a lot of factors that go into that. Um, you you often need to be serving the same. Uh, the same target market. You need to have time for each other. You need to be willing to be educated. I mean, it's a, there's a whole lot that goes into that. Uh, but once you do have that, as we pointed out in that episode, um, it's much more, uh, you have a much more consistent level of results from your network. There's, account there's accountability built into it also. There's accountability. and But, but the, the whole benefit is that it is a level of consistency, which some people have a problem with networking in general because uh, the results you get can be somewhat sporadic. Yeah. And so to, to have that, that regular. Well, the net, the results that from their point of view are sporadic because in their mind, they go to networking thinking selling. Well, there is that. And that was last episode, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So, so that was kind of the, the different levels and what we can kind of expect from, from each of those levels. Um, the important thing is, of course, we don't want to over ask because it can actually damage the relationship. It can end it. <laughs> it can end it. Well, and, and very much so. But at the same, uh, the, the flip side of that is we want to be aware that we can often ask for more than we were originally thinking, because if we don't, we're, we're missing out an opportunity. Yes. So it's, it's, it's better to under ask than over ask, but, but still don't, don't waste your opportunities. Don't ask your, your, you know, your T level for a recommendation necessarily on a good restaurant to go to. And you can, but <laughs> why not ask them for that introduction which you really need? I agree. All right, so uh, that was this week. Next week, we're gonna be talking about uh, how we can better present ourselves in a networking venue uh, and, and about who we are and what we do. Uh, it's something that some people loosely refer to as elevator pitches. But oh, Greg. I know, I know, I said the bad word. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about how we can do it appropriately uh, without making mom make that noise. So, I might have to throw up. <laughs> so thanks for tuning into the program today. If you enjoyed it, uh, please, we'd love to hear from you. Comment on our Facebook pages. The information's in the episode notes. Uh, please do, if you think of anybody that can use this help, share it with a friend. And we would love to see you every week. So hit that little subscribe button right down below and we will be back in your mailbox every single week. Until next time, uh, go out and make some great connections. Talk to you later, Mom. All right, Greg, we'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Greg and Debbie Peters. If you'd like to learn more about our new virtual training programs, go to connectnation.com.